thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is your moment. Your time to shine. Your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey! Oh, yeah. episode of Get Real Podcast. I have Olivia Caridi with me. She was on Ben Higgins' season of The Bachelor. She got fifth place. He left her standing in a torrential rain. It was very dramatic. But we talk all about her season, what she learned from being on The Bachelor. It's very insightful. She's also a world traveler. She travels everywhere with her running buddy, Brandy Cyrus. They're like Paris and Nicole. They jokingly call themselves that. I mean, she goes to Iceland. She goes to Germany. She just got back from, where did she just get back from? Everywhere. I can't even, if you look at her Instagram, it's just picture after picture after picture of her world traveling. We talk all about what she's learned from her travels, what she's realized that we all have in common as human beings. Very, very awesome. She's so wise. Wise beyond her years. And we just talk about life and boys. Of course, we talk about boys. Duh. So get excited. Here is Olivia. Okay, I'm here with the amazing Olivia Cardi. Cardi. Freak out. I had it the first time. Are you serious? Cardi. Caridi. Caridi. Oh, God. <laughs> I was practicing in my head. I got stage fright. Don't. Don't. Or you can just say Olivia C. Caridi. Whatever you want. It's your podcast. You do what you want. I'm here with Olivia Caridi. So beautifully done. Thank you. You have one of those <laughs> names, though, that people can mess up. Is that a, is that so annoying to you? You know, no, it's whatever. Like, it's fine. It's only Italians. Italians know how to say it every time. Non-Italians, no idea. Have you been to Italy, Italy a lot to see your family? We went to, um, ironically, no. We've been to Florence and Rome and that's it. I have so many places in my home country to go to. And you're a world traveler because look I'm at your everywhere. Instagram and you're like 
in Germany, you're in Iceland, <laughs> you're in, I mean, where have you been in the past couple of years? And how so, often do you travel? I try, I mean, I try as much as I can. My goal for every year is to add like four to five stamps to my passport. And that's how I look at it, whether it's, you know, Canada or, or, or going all the way across the world. But uh, I try to go somewhere big every like two months, two and a half months. But and how long uh, will you go for? I mean, like I went to Copenhagen for literally two nights uh, a couple weeks ago. So obviously that's not my chosen uh, just because of jet lag and things like that. But, but I mean, ideally nine days, but I also basically work full time. So it's like whatever I can get my hands on, I'll take it. So. So how do you decide where you want to go? And I feel like you and Brandy Cyrus always travel together. And y'all are well, like, <laughs> y'all call yourself Paris and Nicole because y'all are <laughs> that. Y'all are amazing. On it, people think that we are like annoying when we say that. That was just something dumb that we came up with because I'm very tall like Paris and she's shorter like Nicole. And we just kind of did life together. So we thought it was cheeky. We're not taking ourselves seriously, but Nowadays, she's traveling so much, whether it's with Miley or, you know, her boyfriend lives in South Africa. Did you so meet him with her? I'm meeting him next week. He's in the U.S. meeting the whole Cyrus family, which I'm sure is quite a feat. Uh, How did but she he also meet has him? to meet me. Well, obviously. He was, um, yeah, he was her uh, safari guide. Oh my God, when she was in Africa? She was in Africa. Miley was filming Black Mirror uh, in Cape Town. This was basically, I feel like a year ago at this point. And at one time, Leslie Murphy, who was also on The Bachelor, met up with them and they did one day of a safari. I can't even remember where, but she called me the next day and she was like, this is insane, but I think I'm in love with our safari guide. And I was like, wait, what? what? And I remember she flew home and they were on WhatsApp together sending these like novels of text messages. And I finally just said, I think you guys need to FaceTime. Like, I think you need to graduate to FaceTime. And we were in Colorado and uh, I went skiing and she set up the apartment for this like FaceTime date and like lit all these candles. And it was <laughs> so ridiculous, but they are still together now it's and meeting insane. the whole fam so i mean that's no that's a big deal to meet the whole fam coming in from south africa too i know he flew into the u.s i don't think it's his first time here but it's like the he's here for a couple weeks obviously if you're gonna fly that far you gotta stay for a while he met miley and oh and billy ray probably right first away because they were doing the filming Yes, and um, she, Brandy said that Miley was great, that Billy Ray, uh, who's sometimes, like, he's very quiet. And Billy so, Ray's quiet? Yes. No. He's very shy. I would never have <laughs> yes. guessed that. Yeah, so she, we were all kind of like, I wonder what how Billy Ray is going to do, but apparently he did awesome, <laughs> and, uh, and then they're going to L.A. to meet Tish and Noah and um, I don't know if she's met Brazen. There's so many of them. There's so many stars. I mean, that's no joke when you're meeting the whole family. And I guess they'll just figure out how to. Well, when you're globetrotter, it doesn't really matter where you live, I guess. Like yourself. You're a it globetrotter. It really doesn't. We always say that like me and her are going to go in and buy a house 
together in South Africa because ironically, South Africa is one of my favorite places I've ever been to. So I would be down to go in together, buy a house out there. We can do a couple months out in South Africa, a couple months here. But her boyfriend's dream is to be a park ranger in uh, in Yellowstone National oh. Park. So yeah, so that's like her her plan. Okay. He has said he would move to the U.S. So uh, okay, great. You know, she is a DJ, so so she kind of needs to be here. But uh, and then they just hop over. Hop over to South Africa when you feel like it. Do you feel threatened that he's going to take your travel partner position? No, no. <laughs> uh, the one thing that's hard for me is just not hard in a, in a very uh, joking way is that Brandy and I were always like, we were literally about to make another podcast called Zaddy Issues to talk Zaddy? about all Zaddy Issues to talk about all our issues with men. And then all of a sudden... She, she falls it. in love. She ruined it. And I'm like, okay, wait, what? This was not how it was supposed to go. Zaddy <laughs> issues. Oh my Zaddy God. Zaddy issues. Because we were talking, you and I were, we're OG podcasters. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long have you been podcasting? Oh gosh. It's, st- I started at, like around my birthday. So in March of 2017, I think. So it's been like a good two years. Yeah, I've been doing it about, I think, three years. And we were Ugh. in the beginning. And now look we at were. everybody just following our footsteps, Olivia. You get a podcast. You get a podcast. You get, you a, get podcast. a podcast. Honestly, it's fine. I like the competition. <laughs> I don't even look at anyone as competition. I support all. Po- it's just funny because I, besides having my own podcast, all I do is listen to podcasts all day, every day. I don't even listen to music anymore. And your podcast so. is called Mouthing Off with Olivia. It's called Mouthing Off. Caridi. Nice. Good work. Mouthing babe. Off with Olivia Caridi. And yep. you have set, well, get, we got to get into all your life, but you were on The Bachelor, Ben, H- mm-hmm. ben Higgins season. Mm-hmm. Good times. And he left Good you times. standing in the rain. <laughs> left on an island by myself. Were you in the rain? <laughs> it was basically a hurricane outside (laughs) it was the worst day ever I think all three of us because I was dumped on the two-on-one date so I think that me Ben and the twin Emily would all agree that it was like the worst date ever oh it was terrible oh my gosh (laughs) and I have yeah now since become a big big bachelor fan I'm late to the party I didn't start until later I have to tell you that's I'm actually a Bachelor in Paradise fan. Why have you not done Bachelor in Paradise? Uh, once I, I got asked to twice, uh, of course, right after my season, but I was like, so, you know, just damaged <laughs> and traumatized. And I was like, I cannot go right now. And then I tried again, like two seasons later. But at that point, I just was like, yeah, I don't, but I, I you're right. I freaking love Paradise. Ugh. I love watching the show now I think it's great um pure entertainment I yeah it just was never my plus like I can't be in a swimsuit on tv like yes, you, can. you have not... a banging body Mm-mm. yes no. I have seen you in swimsuits on Instagram and it looks good <laughs> facetune just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I know right everything goes through a filter but seriously a right and tight I, can you thing, consider you know? going to bachelor in paradise I did I mean I I, I mean, like, right again. after the show What's like that? reconsider going now. Oh, uh, 
They wouldn't bring me on. They bring people back from all sorts of seasons. Like Deanie Babies, he's back. And but Deanie Babies is like big time bachelor human. I am like way removed from all of it. No. So if I came on, people would be like, wait, who's this girl? Like, it just wouldn't make sense. No, there are some people who haven't been on The Bachelor in years who I, I don't feel like are like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or whatever. And there's, I, I don't, I think you would be great. I think you should consider it. I mean, I agree with you. I would be great. my fav- One of my favorite things about, you know, Paradise is that like Chris Bukowski, for example, the guy who they're all making the old guy jokes oh, yeah. on, which he's literally he's 32. Like he's the same age as half the people on there. But that's besides the point. Um, but I love watching people from the past. Like, yeah, it's fun to watch the current people, but. I just love being like, oh my God, that guy's still around or that girl's still around. So I wish they would do that more often or put like, put an old school person in the lead uh, position, like on Bachelor or Bachelorette. I think it's so fun. So I I don't know. I could not agree with you more. It is my guilty pleasure. (laughs) Oh, sorry. What's your dog's name? My damn. Well, Corey's the one that's barking. (laughs) Corey. Okay. We're back. He's outside now. Um, okay, so just tell me about what's been going on. Tell me about who was Olivia before she became this worldwide sensation through The Bachelor. Oh, man. And I, tell um, me how you got on The Bachelor and all that. I Well, I really liked uh, my life before The Bachelor. It wasn't a situation of like, I was heartbroken and I needed to go on. Not, not the case for me. Uh, who was I before? I grew up in Austin, Texas. Uh and I went to college at TCU, the Horn Texas Frogs. Texas girl. You know, I'm a Texas girl, too. I'm a Texas girl through and through, forever, back home now, finally. But uh, I went to college and I studied broadcast journalism there. And I remember I started as a political science major and, like, brutally failed the first test. And I was like, probably shouldn't do this as a career. <laughs> it was like intro to government. Uh, so I was like, Oh, what do I like to do? I like to read and write. So I thought, Oh, what can I do? I'm going to try journalism. And I ended up freaking loving my major, made the greatest friends through it. And right out of college, I got a job as a reporter for a TV station Heck yeah! in, yeah. And I was based in a little town called Bristol, Virginia. And, uh, <laughs> it was, I don't remember what the population is, but very small, but the greatest people ever. And I was a reporter and a news anchor there. I made it to news anchor um, pretty quickly, which was really exciting. Dang so, girl, uh, so you shot up yeah. fast. Okay. I did. And I, some people didn't like me because of it, but that's okay. You Healthy can't competition. can't help it if you got skills. I had skill. And I, I was looking at this life of like every three years having to move to a new station and go to a bigger market and all that. And, and I, every day was the news, the news, the news and talking to sources. And I was like living, eating, breathing news. And I, and I had always watched the bachelor always since probably too young, like middle school when (laughs) I shouldn't have been watching, but my mom and my, my mom kept messaging me being like, hey, they are casting for The Bachelor very near where you are. Stop like, it. Your you mom go? was all about this? She was all, I mean, I was single. I was having trouble dating. I, I pictured a life where it might be difficult to meet someone because I'm constantly thinking about news and stuff. But no, I, I never wanted to go on The Bachelor ever. 
Um, I love that your mom. But my mom's was a bit of. She's a bit of a ball buster. You cannot say no to that woman. Um, I kept saying, no, no, I'm not going here. I don't want to go. She was like sending me every week where they're casting for the week. And her and my sister made a video um, and overnighted it to ABC Castings. And the next day I was new, I was anchoring and I was getting all these phone calls. I was like, God, I'm anchoring. No one calls me at this time. Uh, it turns out it was a casting person from ABC and they flew me out to LA like two days later and it was a whirlwind. We started filming like a week later. Like I was way late in the process. So you just got way whisked late. right in. You really didn't have to go through any of the process. I didn't do any of the casting that anyone else does. So I don't so know what it's like you. to go. Yeah. I mean, they, they really, uh, kind of wined and dined me. They, they made me feel like it was going to be the greatest experience ever. And we found our winner and, and they, I remember they flew me to LA and brought me to like all the biggest restaurants there. Like I remember going to the Ivy, which is where all the celebrities go and they're like, eat whatever you want. And, and I was just like, wow, this is so exciting. And yeah. And so I had no time to even think about it. Like literally I had to leave my job which was difficult because I was under contract and it was like this whole thing. And, so you had to quit your you job? Know, I had to quit. I mean, f I could have, at first my company was offering for me to just have like a, a temporary leave, but I was like, what if I like win this thing? And then I have to, then, then the, I have to do this tour and it's like, it was too crazy of an entire thing. And then it was weird because my last day anchoring, I never announced like, okay, everyone, you're never going to see me again. Cause I'm going on the bachelor. I literally said, see you next weekend. And then I never, I still get messages three years later being from, from my viewers being like, Hey, where you been? <laughs> so, <laughs> you ghosted everybody. I really was a ghost. It was pretty, I ghosted my entire little network of Virginia and Tennessee people. Uh, but yeah, I had no time to think about it. I just, it was like, here we go. Let's do this thing. So were so. they pegging you as the front runner? I mean, they never said like, you're going to win this, but they definitely say like, oh, you're, you're perfect for Ben and you're going to be great. And I definitely see you like final four, all this stuff. Like you, they, they make you feel like you're everything. And well, so, yeah, I, I, I might've gotten a little bit naive, carried away thinking that like, oh, this is it for me kind of thing. So. But it's not like they do that for everybody. So I can see why you would. You know? Yeah, I don't I don't know what they do. I never really talked to anyone else about their experience. I mean, that's why anytime I record with someone from Bachelor, I love to know how they got cast because I'm so curious, you know, how everyone else's experiences were. But uh, yeah, they, they swept me off my feet for sure. And I, I don't know if they do that for other people. I can't imagine they fly everyone out personally and meet them. And um, so, yeah, I got I got. I felt very lucky at the time, for sure. Okay, so, <laughs> so then you get to The Bachelor. You're going, you're on the show, and it's happening. Mm -hmm. You show up in the limousine. Did you do a special stunt or anything? And then what if you don't, no. what if you don't like the dude? Like, what if you show up and you're like, oh my God, I can't stand the way your mouth looks? Then you have to stay for, like, the experience, I guess, right? And do you think, just because of, like, a <clears throat> like small pond theory, you're going to like him anyway because it gets so competitive? I mean, I will say like you, you do feel like you're in this bubble where 
you think this person is the greatest person ever because you're thinking, eating, breathing, talking about this person nonstop for hours every single day. And so... And every, everyone else is obsessed with this person too. Oh, so you're yeah. kind of like... Everyone. Everyone's... Yeah. And, and then you've got, you know, production. How great is he? And he really likes you and, and all this stuff. And when, when, you're, when you're laser focused on this one person, you do start <laughs> to just think that this is it. And then I remember going home, like getting dumped and I, I got home and I was like, Oh my God, I don't even know that person. Like right. you, it's really such a, uh, such a social experiment in so many ways. It's crazy. So how far did you make it? I was number five. Okay. I was so number five. Right before hometowns. I did. Yeah. I did not get a hometown. Yeah. And talk to me about your experience. How would you How would you describe your experience? Well, <laughs> not so good. Um, no, look, it's it's something that, based on castings, thousands of women want to do. And I could not believe in the moment that I was picked to be one of those people. Um, but it didn't go for well, well for me. I obviously was the villain for uh, anyone who doesn't know, I... I didn't look very good on the show. But how did they paint you as the villain? Because you're the sweetest person ever. I gave them what they need. I I agreed to every single thing I was encouraged to do. I did. Was it just because you were kind of losing your mind already being in this fishbowl? And then what would they tell you to do? Well, it was like, you know, I didn't know I was... It's not like we had a conversation at the beginning. Like, are you going to be the villain? Like, nothing like that. But I remember... uh, they would say things like, hey, Ben, Ben wants you to grab him first at the cocktail party. Like he asked us to ask you to grab him first. And at the time I was like, oh, yeah, totally. Sure. So I would he would come in and I'd say, hey, Ben, can we talk? And I would go whisk him away. And in hindsight, he never asked for that. But that was something that would make the girls angry. And then they would get mad at me and that would continue on kind of the storyline. So I'm not saying that I'm, you know, perfect in any means. I I gave them everything they had. But in the moment, I thought anything for this guy, if that's what he wants, I'm going to do it, you know. So. uh, So, yeah, I and I, I did feel really uncomfortable. Everyone had kind of paired off. Everyone had a best friend in the house and I didn't. And I kind of just went inside myself I I overthought every single thing I basically just self-destructed it was all my fault but um but yeah it was not it was a very interesting experience not not the most fun I've ever had that's for sure but you know what can you do well I just can't imagine how you can't self-destruct a little bit because it's just the environment is not conducive to a healthy dating or mental relationship no, it's, it's, and I always say it's so weird that like you see him making out with other people or like holding hands with other people and you're just like, oh, okay, that's, that's just how it is. It's just so <laughs> it's, normal. Yeah. It's, I think the thing that really didn't work well for me was just the time. Like you get no time. Mm-hmm. It's just, and even when you have time, you're constantly thinking of like, okay, I have this two minutes. Like, what can I talk about in this two minutes? Like you don't go into conversations with people with like a plan of what you're going to say. Right. But because you have to maximize every inch of time that you have, it just becomes very like inauthentic and kind of 
rushed and and weird and you're like trying to put your best foot forward and it's just I don't know I would I would I ever like recommend meeting the man of your dreams from this show probably not but hey it's happened before it has happened yeah so what's your takeaway (laughs) from the bachelor like what was your what was your high and what was your low from being on it what are you glad that you experienced and went on and learned and then what do you wish you wouldn't have learned (laughs) well I think my high in general is just how this show has changed the way I treat people, the way I treat myself. I've become much more empathetic from it. I've, um, and, and just in general, I've, I've learned to take like my mental health seriously. My, my brain struggled a little bit after the show and it was the first time in my life I've said, okay, I I need help. And so I, you know, got a therapist and things like that. And that's awesome. And then obviously, yeah. And then the platform that I got from it, I can use to help other people who, you know, have gone through hard things or go through mental health issues. Like, so, so the platform is something I'm really grateful for. Mine is definitely smaller than most people's, but the people that do follow me, like I, I answer their questions. I chat them and things like that. So that you have a big platform. You have like 200 and something thousand, yeah. 200,000 followers. It's like more, it's just funny that like now and nowadays in bachelor world, if you don't leave with like a million followers, that's considered like, you know, weird, you know, I, I have my small micro audience if you will. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, those are, those are good things. And obviously anything that makes me a better person uh, to myself and to other people is something that I'm grateful for. And then obviously I think the low is just that for the rest of my life, people will hear my name and associate me with um, something that they watched of me on TV. That That's pretty hard for me, but it's gotten better. It's what year like three now. So people kind of move on but yeah there's a lot of people if you say oh you know that olivia from the bachelor and forever for the rest of my life it's gonna be like oh yeah that crazy person and it's just like come on people let me live how do you deal with that just people's opinions of you based on a tv show i'm still learning honestly i i still let people's opinions of me affect me more than i would like them to I'm not going to say, oh, it rolls right off my shoulders. Like, no, it bothers me. What happens when you, when it affects you? Like, what do you do? Uh, I, I, my, my tendency is to like hold myself in a little bit more, like to shy away, to, to not show myself because I'm like, if I don't give them anything to judge, then I'm good. So, you know, sometimes like I'll go dark on social media and people are like, are you okay? And I'm like, yo, yeah, someone just said something mean. And so I'm like, not, you know, like, I feel like, why am I shy? Why am I putting myself away or, or hiding myself just because of what people think about me? And that's something that I'm working on. Like, I'm not perfect at all. I'm in therapy, like girls figuring things out. Oof. Good for you. Brutal. Yeah. And and I also, I think something that I need to work through is like getting defensive, you know, or like retaliating. I, I do, do have want the tendency, to see like, do you like yeah, to retaliate? Like, yeah. Like I, I went to a big bachelor wedding, um, last week or the week before. And I knew a lot of people were going to be like, why the heck is she invited? And why is she there? And things like that. And all day long, I was getting messages from people being like, 
you know, who is she and why does she deserve to be there and all this stuff, which makes you feel crappy. So like, not the people at the wedding, but you're talking about people just observing pe- the yeah, wedding. People on social- that were seeing me there because everyone was posting, you know, we're in Rhode Island and it makes you feel like, why am I not cool enough? Am I not worthy? And well, how lame I'm scrolling through. that it's a wedding. Like You can be at a wedding because you're friends of the people. Why do you but, care who's, who's But because of the Bachelor Nation or whatever, everyone and weighs because, in. Yeah, and because like, you know, I don't, I'm, I don't live in LA. So, so I don't see a lot of these people. I'm not photographed in photos and all that stuff. But it doesn't mean we're not friends in real life. So... Uh, so yeah, that, that got to me. And then I was like, I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw this whole thread about me and, and how I was invited and I just retaliated and I regretted it immediately, but it's like all day long I had been reading and it just like, it hurts you. And I, I need to get past that. That's like something that I need to work on. So, well, I think it's totally legit to get your feelings hurt by people just like shoveling negative comments about someone they don't even know. But that's the thing with making yourself in the public eye. Everyone feels entitled to have an opinion about you and they feel entitled to say whatever they want to. Everything. And they do. I mean, (laughs) can you imagine if, if you turn the reverse on the person who's like firing off the insults? Like if, if we just fired off insults at regular, like people who aren't, making themselves exposed like it's so hurtful but they don't view you as a real person yeah I'm I'm this like other entity in the sky that it's like oh she you know and so many people say oh she put herself on tv so like she opened herself to criticism and I'm like yeah you could criticize me three years ago when I was on the show and I was doing dumb stuff but it's been a long time like I have grown as a person I'm not the same person I was back then so like you cannot continue to judge my choices or what I do or who I am based on something that you saw a long time ago. Like we all evolve every day. So it it just seems like a waste of time to like hold people to this one place in their lives where they didn't look great or they made bad choices. Like if I did that, I would, I would not like anyone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just so silly. It's, I don't know. Yeah, just venting. I'm with you. But I do think having empathy is one of the greatest assets that a human can get because Mm -hmm. if you don't know how it feels to be in those shoes where you get the, like, you know how it feels to be insecure or you know how it feels to be Mm -hmm. come at or you know how it feels to, I mean, just all those feelings, it really makes, I think, for a much more thoughtful, caring person in the long run. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's really gosh, I love people now like <laughs> yeah anyone. and like you and have I try, so much more grace for people. I have so much grace for people. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm so forgiving now. Um and I really do try to see I try to give everyone a chance. Granted, they don't always meet it and I'm like, "Okay, that's fine." But I know what it's like to be judged off of like something very small. And so I really do give everyone the benefit of the doubt, you know, and that's why a lot on my podcast, I like to bring on villains from various shows. Cause I want to give, I don't, I can't control if they don't like fix the image or give them a better impression then that's on them. But I at least tried. So I love that <laughs> saving the world one villain at a time, Olivia, <laughs> I'm just, 
Like there's this one girl from this show, Southern Charm. I don't know if you watch it. Her name's Ashley Jacobs. She was like, she looked really bad on her show, like really bad. And I, I brought her on, which a lot of people were like, how dare you? And I said, I just want to give her a chance to speak. And I tried. I, I didn't interrupt her. I gave her a chance to speak. A lot of people were like, it didn't really help. It didn't really help. And I'm like, okay, great. But we tried. We tried. Like, as long as you give them a chance. That's what I want for people. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, well. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. How has life been post-Bachelor? Because when we were talking, you were ready to date. And I know you were crushing on a cutie who now you're friends with and his girlfriend. <sighs> and you've been on like podcast with them and all sorts of stuff. How has that been? So can, can we talk about that? Can so we, by the way, talk about it. So Caroline was on my podcast <laughs> and she was like, oh, I watched this. Who, which season was he on? He was he on was on Becca's. Becca season. So Caroline was watching Becca season and she's like, this guy, Jason Tartik is so cute. Oh, he was my favorite. And I was like, he's so normal. He's so yeah. cute. He's and at just, the time I had never met him. Yeah. We were just chatting and I was like, yeah, he is really cute. He's really attractive. I somehow the podcast the got <laughs> to Jason. Yeah. He heard the whole thing. Cause you he had, heard the whole thing. And you had seen him uh, a little bit in your sky lounge in. Yeah. So Delta. he, Right. So he used to live in Seattle and I used to live in Seattle. And you live in Austin flies, now, right? I live in Austin now. Yeah. I moved back home. I got a great job offer. Couldn't say no. And Austin's um, the best. And it's just, I'm back home with my doggies. It's great. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I had seen him a few times cause he flies Delta all the time and I work for Delta. Um, and so I had seen him. I was like, yeah, he's attractive. He's cute. But I, I would never approach him cause that's weird and whatever. He found the podcast 
he heard it and he's like, la 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 la. So anyway, then Caitlin Bristow, he's now been with Caitlin for a long time. They're a beautiful couple. It's not weird. People are all like, isn't it so weird that like you, you liked Jason and now Caitlin's with him. I never liked Jason. Like I thought he was attractive. I said it on a podcast. It's not like I ever wanted. Yeah. Like we're, (laughs) we're good friends now. It's, I saw him at the wedding there that were great. Um, but yeah, I, I never even, we never even talked. It was like not a big deal. Well, and <laughs> also, it was just funny. Everyone in the bachelor is so kind of used to like sharing people I dating. Yeah. <laughs> that- I mean, we're all just like one big pot of people that you can just, Oh, I'll take him. I'll take him. Yeah. She had him. It's okay. Cause I <laughs> actually, fine. I went on Caitlin's podcast and she came on mine and she said she's dated like five people off the bachelor and she's friends with like, and like was in love with some of them. And she's, well, I mean, she dated 30 guys on her yeah. season, which, you know, it was so funny because at Jared and Ashley's wedding, there were like five of her. I mean, Jared is her ex. Who got so married. Yes. So she, and then, you know, Jason is sitting across from her, her, her boyfriend. And then next to him is a guy from her season. And then across from him is a guy from her season. So it's just so funny. Well, and that's what Um, she was saying. She was like, you just realize that it's lust and you just can't, you just can't worry about it. And everyone, it seems like everyone in the bachelor world is pretty good at just like, okay, it didn't work out. We were in this fishbowl situation and it's like, it's such a, of course you're going to try to date all these people, but if it doesn't work out, you just got to move on. I just think people don't understand. Like even, even as someone who was, uh, the final five or whatever, granted, I never had a one-on-one date, but you know, I was still only with Ben one-on-one for maybe like an hour and 45 minutes total. So like, try to put it in that perspective of like, she was maybe with these, some of these guys for like 15 minutes. Like, it's okay. We're going to be all right. We can be in the same room kind of thing. Like I don't consider Ben an ex at all. So like he was at the wedding and it was like, great, whatever. He's with his girlfriend. It's fine. So yeah, it's just funny. Did you and Jason and Kristen, uh, Caitlin talk about anything when you went on the podcast? No. Well, the, the irony of it all was that I felt like the third wheel. Uh, basically Caitlin hadn't invited Jason on her podcast. She was in Seattle for something and she just kind of messaged me, Hey, like, can you also come on? And I was like, Oh yeah, sure. I'm in town. Totally. So the three of us, um, you know, went and I, I barely could get a word in. It was, it was, I was like, why, why am I here again? But they like falling in, in love on the podcast. Oh, oh my God. I, it was, it was like so much chemistry in the room and I could just tell like, oh yeah, they definitely like each other. And a little bit after that, I saw Jason in the sky club and he's like, Hey, like I kind of have feelings for Caitlin. Like, did she say anything? And I was like, I mean, yeah, she said you were really cute, but you know, at the time she was still with Sean, um, even though they were kind of going through a a hard time and close to a breakup. Um, and then, yeah, so I texted her and I was like, Hey, are you into Jason? And then Jason, and and then they created their little thing. And I was like, Oh, I'm so happy to, (laughs) to witness the, the beginnings of a beautiful romance. And now they freaking live together and have a dog and it's, I know I went, to record at Caitlin's house and Jason was there and I was like you know I really it's funny because 
you would think I'm around celebrities all the time in country music and I just, it's no big deal. But because this bachelor world, you get so invested in these people, their relationships. When I, I saw know. Jason walk in, I was like, oh my God, I know, I really know you. <laughs> I really followed I, your story and I'm ex- like, I'm kind of excited that I'm meeting you. And that's so weird because you mean, you would think I would get soaked to meet like no. Reba McIntyre or Tanya Tucker. But I like, feel the oh, same no. way. And I was on the bachelor. Like, I remember the first time I saw Dean and Nick Vile at this wedding. I literally was like, <laughs> you're like, I've invested so much time in your life. I, like, <laughs> I see you all. I felt like, like a little peasant or something. I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, I need to bow down to you people. Like, geez, yes. Louise. It's so funny. It is so funny. <laughs> well, I think it's just yeah. because the bachelor is such an intimate personal show that you guys are opening yeah. up so much and we're so invested in your love life and your life. They really, and people learn, are so invested. You learn so much about these people that I'm like, oh my God. And then you like obviously pick your favorites. You get all like, in- oh yeah. I, it's a it's a great show. It's a crazy show. I mean, I'm so glad I you made I don't blame anyone. Yeah, I'm alive. We're, we're okay. We're good. I, I, I've like actively kind of removed myself from it all, but I still, I still love watching. I obviously still interview people from the show because I do just love talking to these people, but I have no desire to go back on. I'm my time on TV is over. It's, it's all good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's a great show. I think it's super entertaining. I do wish that people, uh, didn't get so invested that like they need to, but, but Hey, if you find something you like, go for it. That's all good. Yeah. So what is life for you like now? And when back home, um, I How's work full time. Where so are you working? I work. Yes. Yeah, so I work for Delta, um, par- technically part time, but nowadays it feels full time. Summer is crazy for the airlines. So we're constantly, you know, running around. Um, and then thinking for putting in for flight attendant. So <gasps> I'll be in the skies, hopefully doing what I love, which is traveling and, and being a Delta person. I love it so yes! much. You yeah, love it so, so much, don't you? I do. I, I love flying. I love, I love people. So like my job is so great that I get to make people's day and, and meet new people every single day. And yeah, sometimes people yell at me, but it's no big deal. Um, and then I love traveling. So it's like the best of both worlds. Cause it's a job that gives me great benefits. And then, you know, um, I, I, I like will fight for Delta always and forever. So, Go you. so yeah, so I do that. And then I have my podcast, which, you know, it's, uh, it's, it is hard work to, to get new guests every week and, and record, you know, it's, it's so do you keep it going every week? I do every Tuesday. I've, I've taken, I think like three weeks off for holidays. So every week I'm pushing new guests and, you know, new content, doing research, promoting it's it's a lot of work so it is a lot of work do you have you had any repeat guest I try not to I mean Brandy comes on sometimes often anytime we travel we like to do like a dorky little travel podcast so she's been a repeat I don't think oh reality Steve has been a repeat I do love talking love talking to him um but everyone else I I try to make it new every week and luckily reality TV is just an evolving door of people. So, uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's difficult. It's, it can get exhausting and some weeks are just like, Oh, I know I have a minute. You know, I know. how far in advance do you find your guest? I used to do it weekly, which stressed me out beyond oh, yeah. belief. 
so now what I try to do is like have four in the can at the beginning of every month. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes things happen. Four is the number that makes me feel comfortable because I'm like, okay, I have a month, a month's worth and then just try to keep keep four always. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I call it in the can. I would like two at least in the can always because, you know, weekly sometimes you'll have it good to go and then things happen. Your guest will say, oh, I can't do it. Can I do it tomorrow? And then you're busy tomorrow and you're just like, ah. So, yes. so yeah, I, I like to be ahead. Now, it doesn't always work out that way, but I really do try. Um, and, of course, with my traveling, you know, I sometimes I'm like, I won't have service where I am, so I need it to be done and ready to go. You know all these things. Where is your favorite? Where are some of your favorite places that you've traveled? And what have you learned by traveling all over the world? Oh, my. I I mean, I freaking loved Iceland. If you haven't been to Iceland, you have to go. It's incredible. It's It's the most, like, diverse landscape I've ever seen in my life. And, oh, it's just great. We went in September. We saw the Northern Lights. It was just, it was sick. Didn't you stay in like some sort of like igloo cabin or something? (laughs) We stayed in, it's called the bubble. They have one in Iceland. I think they have one in Norway, Japan. They're basically, yeah, they, they look like little igloo bubbles. They're clear. So you can see it's, it's wide open. It's all it is, is a bed and a little lamp. And then they have restrooms, like an outhouse outside, but it's like perfect for seeing the Northern Lights. Like we were going to bed one night and then all of a sudden the sky just lit up. It was so cool. Yeah. Was that amazing? It was a highlight of the trip. Brandy had it. She got it set up and I was like, oh, thank you, Brandy. That was great. It was just so cool. And the bed was super comfortable and you're just falling asleep under the stars and Oh, it was so cool. I highly recommend if if you're going anywhere, look to see if there's a bubble where you are because it's um, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and where then, else have you loved? Oh, I loved I loved Denmark. Denmark every year wins happiest country. Why is and it the happiest country? It's just I think it's because people um, they they don't even like drive there. They ride their bikes everywhere and so everyone's really fit and they're exercising which is good for your mind and everyone's just really kind like they're all happy I don't know it was Denmark is cool like Copenhagen is rad and I'm I'm gonna go back ASAP because two nights was not enough uh and then I love New Zealand yes so New Zealand is sick and I'm a big fan of the whole like renting a a van and sleeping in the van and just driving around. So like Iceland and New Zealand are really good for that. So how do you book your trips? Like how do you get all these cool things lined up? Some like I, I have a connection at a traveling um, agency and they do a lot of influencer trips, which I know sounds influencer, but, (laughs) um, but Hey, like, I'll take any opportunity to travel and show off the world. So like I, I went to Morocco with a company that paid for the airfare, paid for all the hotels, which is incredible. Um, and then like, I, I just hiked a hundred miles through Patagonia and that I, I paid for a travel service. Like sometimes you just have to do it on your own, but, um, but yeah, like I, I try to reach out to as many travel companies as possible to see if they want anyone to, to you know go and take photos and and um and things like that but honestly sometimes like influencer trips end up stressing me out because 
there's so much pressure to like deliver content and this and that. And I just you have like, to, like to deliver pictures. Yeah. Or like, you know, you're driving for this one shot and sometimes you get in the, the mode of like, okay, we got to get the shot and then we go. And it's not as much about like taking it in. Right, right, right. And so, yeah, I mean, it obviously helps that I work for Delta because I, I do save a lot of money on airfare. So that's huge for me. And I try to travel as cheaply as possible. So like I'll choose hostels, which are a lot cheaper, renting vans, sleeping in vans. I like to stop at grocery stores right away and eat peanut butter and jelly and save money on, you know, beers and things like that. So, so yeah, there's, there's ways you can work around spending a ton of money, but I've learned more about myself traveling than anything. Tell me what you've learned about yourself traveling. Well, just that I'm self-sufficient, that I can like, I'm independent. I can get stuff done. I I don't ever, I'm going to have my weak moments, but like, I'm a boss. Yes, you are. I can do this. Yeah. Like I can't, there, there have been more stressful moments than good moments sometimes. Like things go wrong. You miss your bus. You, this, the, something is late and you just have to like keep your composure and work through anything that goes wrong. And that applies for so much of life. If you can just keep your composure, figure out next steps, don't rush to anything like It's just, it's so great to meet different people, meet people of different cultures and backgrounds. Like it just widens your horizon and and makes you just so much more educated about everything, you know? What have you learned about people in general across the world after traveling? That no one is that different from each other. Like everyone, you know, I, I think it's, it's so easy to put people in boxes or, people of different colors or different origins or different religions. Like there's so much different. We're all just people. We speak different languages. We wear different clothes, but like, I don't know. It's I've, I've, I have never met someone that really like made me feel like I was way different from them. You know? And, And that's, and it's just so important to, to anytime I travel, I ask tons of questions about, everything about different countries what's your government look like are you happy what what is your taxes like like all sorts of stuff because I just love to see how other people do it and how I can you know maybe adapt things from other you know environmentally I have learned so much about protecting the environment by traveling really like what? yeah just like you know I the the way some countries do like as far as Copenhagen I just saw like how much people are not driving and how I can rent or get a bike and draw you know bike 15 minutes away like that I can do it and I can be safe and I can learn how to be confident and and I can also like not pollute like things like that that you just don't learn until you see how other people do it I don't, it's, it's, it's just, I don't know. I, 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 I hate being home. I'm like, God, I just need to be out. I need, I need to, to go see more. I do. Like there's nowhere. I can't say a place that I'm like not dying to go to. So you, you know just want to I mean? see it all. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And it, whether it's, I love solo travel. I love group travel. I, I want to hike every mountain. Like I, 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 all of it. I don't know. I'm an addict but it's I better than love other it. 
So what does it do for your soul? How do you feel when you're on these trips? Oh, like, so for example, in my normal life, I'm on antidepressants. Not because I'm, you know, sad, just because I sometimes people need an extra boost to get the happiness that they deserve. And I feel like I don't even need them when I'm abroad. Like I I wake up, I'm, I have a schedule. I know what I want to get done. So curious. Like, it's so funny that I live in a city like Austin that has so many things that are so cool that I haven't seen, but I don't feel as inspired to like get up and see things as I do when I'm somewhere else. And I, I have... I've looked on Instagram. I want to see this, this, and this, and I just get it done. So it's just my, I'm like on a high. It's like a high for me. I don't know. I, it's just so good for me. And you just love learning about the culture, learning about the people, taking it all in. Like you just are a sponge. I'm a sponge. I've always called myself a sponge. It's funny that you said that. Yeah. I just think like, we're not all, you know, travel is sometimes expensive. It's difficult. I I totally understand. Like for me, I could not do what I do if I didn't work for Delta. So I know what I have to do to feed my soul. And, and we can all find things that can make it easier to do the things that we love to do. So, so yeah, I, God, I just, I get like, I can't wait to go somewhere else. What's up next? What's next for you? (laughs) So, so yeah, I right now in the, in the job that I'm working, um, it is harder to get time off, and I'm like freaking out about it. I'm kind of like my I'm tingling, just waiting to go. But uh, I have the first week of October off of work, and um, when I went to Patagonia and I went hiking, it was six of us, three of us girls that I have known out of Seattle, and then three gentlemen, all from different parts of the world. There was an older guy named Steve. He's uh, 58 and he lives in Switzerland. He's British. And then there was a boy named Logan, 24 years old, lives in Santiago, Chile. And then a guy named Ben from New York. And like we could have easily just not gotten along at all. But we just like clicked, embraced each other. We hiked 100 miles with each other. We stunk. It was amazing. And now we can't live without each other. So we're meeting up in uh, Wyoming to do a big hike together again. So even Ah. if I can't, even if I can't get a stamp on a passport, I just got to, the U.S. is like chock full of redonkulous places to go to, by the way. I love this. And I love that you've made it a priority. Go you, Olivia. Okay, so tell me about your love life, because I saw that you are ready to meet someone. You did a match.com post. I'm ready. I'm so ready. I'm telling you, you're such a catch. I, you know, I would totally date you if I was single. I would date you if you were <laughs> not married. No, look, I, I will be the first to say that I don't help myself in dating. Okay. I, um, I don't really go. I don't go out much. I don't like, you know, do things where I could potentially meet someone. So that's probably my fault. But. But yeah, it just has not, trust me, I did not think at this stage of my life at this age that I would be hopelessly single, but that's how it turned out. I don't know. I think you'll meet someone on one of your adventures. I thought I did. Oh. Yeah. No? He'll, He'll figure it out maybe one day. Does he know that you thought you did? I don't think he, I, th- I, I think he'd be dumb if he didn't know, but maybe he's dumb. I mean, should I you know. just tell him? What do you have to lose? Probably, but 
My, my, I think my problem is I have become a little prideful in dating. Like I think the last couple experiences I've had, I felt like I put myself out there and it didn't work. And so now I'm like, screw this. Like I'm just ready for it to come to me, which I know is not the right way to look at it. I know that I'm the first to admit that I've become a bit of a jaded dater, but, but I am like, I can, I can say, I can look at my life and say that I'm ready. You know, some people at some ages, they're like, no, I want to play the field and that's great. But I'm like, I need companionship. So now I don't, I, he's got to just come like a stork needs to drop him in front of me, I guess. I don't know. I think that will happen for you. I really do. I really have no worry about you. Like you're such a catch and you're so beautiful and you're so interesting and you're such a good person. Honestly, it's just a matter of time. And yeah. it's, timing is everything. It, it really is. And I I am trying. I joined a little like sporting social club here in Austin. Like I'm trying things. Um, I'm trying to, I, I'm on the apps. It's, it sucks, but I'm trying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But yeah, I, I would love someone in my life to, to join me. Sometimes I'm traveling and I just, I'm like, oh, it would be nice to share this with someone. And I'm fine without it, but you get to a point where it would be nice to have someone to, you know, watch Netflix with you or cook dinner. And I'm just, just, just me and my dogs, which is great, but they don't talk to me. They don't, (laughs) (laughs) which is sometimes nice. They try. Hey, I love my silence. Trust me. I really do. But, but yeah, no, I, I, Hey, if it's uh, someone from bachelor world, if it, I don't care who it is or what they've done, I don't care at all. I just, I'm ready. I'm you ready. are ready. Yeah. Okay, so I wrap all my podcasts up with Leave Your Light. Oh. So leave us some inspiration. All of your all of your journeys that you've been on, your experience of the bachelor, what you've learned, what would you like to share with people just about anything really, just some good advice that maybe you've picked up along the way that you wish people knew. Or something from your own life that you want to share? I think in my life, it's been quite a journey. I've taken a lot of like turns. And I think for me, if I could hope anything for anyone else, it's just to take risks and go after the things that set you on fire, whatever it is, even if it's, bowling like join a bowling league do it all the time just do it just get involved do it just get involved like we're you know every day that I wake up I'm like oh this is such a blessing I'm so happy to be here and I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything that you know my heart wants to do today and um I just feel like God, I've done so many things. Like, I who who the fu- who wakes up one morning and is like, I'm gonna go on The Bachelor, like, it, it, you know, or who wakes up and says, I'm gonna leave the job that I was really good at and I'm gonna try a whole new thing, like, and I've moved like five times in the last three years. Like, I've been a bit nomadic, but I'm like, no, this place, I'm not, I don't feel it. I've got to go somewhere else. Like, whatever you're feeling, take it, run with it, because I've never ever regretted not risking something, you know, even if it didn't work out. And I think a lot of people, it's scary to take that risk because you get comfortable, you get, 
you get you have a job that you know pays the bills that you're yeah. satisfied with you have a house or whatever and it's scary when you feel inside of you that it's not right and you've got to got to make a move but it's scary to to disrupt the comfort it's terribly scary and i get messages all the time from people you know i i want to move but i'm scared like i what if i don't know anyone or like i i want to change jobs but like what if it doesn't work out like but what if it does right and honestly you know? you're gonna learn something about yourself even in those like dark painful totally. really lonely depressing moments like we were talking about with maybe how you felt after the bachelor or whatever think of all the empathy that you learned and all the things that you took totally. from that experience that you would never have learned if you just stayed in a comfortable great position totally. but like didn't push yourself so it's not bad to have yeah. to, it's not bad to have to deal with all those feelings, even though we're scared to deal with all those hard feelings, those hard feelings really teach us the most too. Yeah. Yeah. So if I can word that, don't, don't visualize it as what if it doesn't work out? Visualize it if, what if it does? That would be my thing for I taking a risk. And then I think my other thing, cause from life and from kind of being, um, the outcast for some people. I think I've developed like some social anxiety and this might go with moving or taking risks. Like what if these, what if I w go to a bar by myself and no one talks to me like over time in my life, everyone's looking for friends. Everyone's looking for someone to hang out with. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty. I let people's opinions and I, I get kind of in my head, but people aren't out to judge. They're really not. And Everyone is looking for a friend. Everybody's looking for a shoulder. So go out, do those things, whether you're by yourself or not, or go to a, join a league, even if you don't know anyone, because you're going to make friends. If you go up, you say hello, they're going to want to talk. And that's something that I've also had to learn in my life is you do have to put yourself out there sometimes, but it rarely doesn't work in your favor. You know what I mean? So... I love that. That's my other thing. Yeah. Olivia, you're so amazing. You're so amazing. Uh, let's keep our talking once a year thing up at least, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Why do we do this? Well, I mean, you know, because you lived in Nashville for a hot second and we met when I you did. lived in Nashville. I, I, I did. I loved it there. I'm going to come back ASAP because, you know, Na Brandy's back in Nashville and I want to be there. I want to squeeze your little, little tyke. Yes. Have you re real like revealed the sex? It's a girl. No? Oh, a girl. but to to the world, you've revealed everything. Okay, I didn't well, want to say time, her. By the time this <laughs> airs, she will probably be here. That is true. Oh my gosh, how do you feel? Like big, large, and in charge. <laughs> like I have had such a good pregnancy. This whole pregnancy has been great. The first trimester, I had not, like morning sickness and nausea and all that. Okay, but then it's been great. Just here at the end. I just, I've turned into a penguin. I just waddle everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had any uh, cravings at all? You know, for me, I'm like, I think the craving thing for me in particular, because I know a lot of pregnant women crave like pickle juice with peanut butter and weird stuff. Yeah. I yeah. have just let myself have whatever I think I want. So I'm like, <laughs> just kind of living the dream over here. <laughs> but I'm trying to- Do you to miss wine? Um, I don't, 
I never was like a huge drinker anyway, but here at the end, I've let myself okay. have a few sips of wine because you should. Yeah. But I don't miss like yeah. chugging a bottle, but I think honestly, I will probably be excited to chug a bottle once I can because why, why not? Yeah. It's Gosh. just been the forbidden fruit for so long. You know, it's so funny that you say that you've had a great pregnancy because obviously I want children one day and I ask anyone who's pregnant or been pregnant, like, what was it like? And everyone says being pregnant was like, the best thing ever it's such an it's such a blessing and it's such a miracle yeah. and being in this phase and just knowing how hard it is to get pregnant sometimes and you know we didn't get pregnant right away and had some right. issues and struggles and i think that i just have such an appreciation that i have been given the privilege and gift to carry a child that it's so cool you make to- me like weep a little bit i'm kind of <laughs> jealous <laughs> It is. It's like, it's been so amazing and it's crazy to watch your body change and all these things happen. And sometimes like I've had a few anxiety attacks just, you know, cause like so much is happening within your body, but on well, and your life is about to change so much. Yes. But on the whole, it is just truly a miracle. Like It's like yeah. I have witnessed within myself a miracle happen. And I think that that it's just sort of like, it's yeah. just so inspiring because it's like how did this little nothing it's like god Whoa. just shot a baby into me you know because it's like he you're just, just trying, shot it in there <laughs> you you know you try your whole life not to get pregnant but then when you want to get pregnant it has to happen it and it's so much yeah. bigger than us and it's just been an amazing wow. experience so i've been very have you picked a name we have we haven't announced it yet even though i could probably oh, talk okay. about it now because this will have already aired and she'll be born okay but well, maybe not. I still maybe won't not. because who knows? Maybe well, I'll tell me after we hang up. I'll and tell I you. Won't tell anyone. I swear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see. Oh I know when God. you come to Nashville, you have to hit me up and come over and see her. Oh, I'm babysitting. I will fly to Nashville whenever y'all need a date night. <laughs> that is really that's a good friend right For there. For free, I will just to hug a little little baby. Okay, don't offer things you don't mean, Olivia. I mean them. <laughs> just on tuesday wednesday because those are my days off work okay great <laughs> okay perfect love it perfect great great well thank you my so much for coming on hi. my podcast of course uh, this i can't believe it took us a year to to do the the other way around hey it's okay it's perfect timing and that guys it took us at least 35 minutes before this to figure out how to record so I hope it works. I, I hope it works because work. I feel like this was such a great interview. I will be really bummed if it did not record, but I think I know. I think we got it. I, feel good I did about press it. play. So I've done that before where didn't I do that with you where I didn't press play? I don't know. Do we have to do it uh, again? No, I, I pressed play. I'll never make that mistake again. Did we oh. have to do ours again? I feel like we did one time. Maybe we might not. Have. Been... Oh, we might have. You know what? Good news is with me is technology is not my thing. So I'm fine. You were the best person to mess up for because you were like, it's fine. We'll do it again. And no big deal. And I was like, oh, thank God. I've had to do that where I've had to Forgive like me. do it again with someone. And I'm like, oh, I feel so bad about this. But sorry. I'm just so proud. Like I was your podcast has just grown so much. And now at your guest, I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. Girl, bye. <sighs> jealous hey thanks i'm just happy that you're my guest <laughs> yes adore you okay oh adore God. you too and my sister lives in austin so i'll hit you up when i'm in austin i go to oh austin gosh, all yes. the time i didn't know that austin i love austin 
oh please come please come over do all the things with yeah. me and we will have all the queso and oh gosh Marg, do you go to, do you go to matt's all rancho oh yeah all the time and get the bob the oh, cheese yeah. oh my gosh oh it's yeah like the bob with the queso and the cheese and the guacamole oh. it's the greatest thing mm. on this earth whoever didn't put guac in their queso before this like do it it's mm. oh and ground nice beef cold bite with like some mm. yeah Mm-mm. oh my god you're making me salivate <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay love okay hang face. up on me so you can tell me the, the name, name okay if i hang up on you on this and we disconnect i'll call you <laughs> oh yeah wait i forgot about that okay i think we'll i'm gonna stop me. recording we'll see how it goes i think it's gonna be okay great. who knows love okay. your face okay love you too. Bye. <laughs> bye honey diamonds direct has done it again this month only get ready for an offer you can't resist buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at two thousand dollars that's right a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once so hurry into diamonds direct your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long details at diamondsdirect.com Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.